Oh, welcome back to Conversations with Chloe. I know that I have been missing for a while and have not released an episode in a very long time, and I apologize. I felt like just during this whole season that our world is in um, that I needed to focus on my kids and my husband and my friends and family. So that's what I did. We've just been trying to enjoy the summer as much as possible. And I had a couple people ask me like, when are you going to do another episode on your podcast? So I was like, you know, I have some time. I'm surrounded by folded laundry and have the hills on in the background. It's the one that's from, you know, spinoff from Laguna Beach. Um, I'm drinking a decaf oat milk latte. So I thought, you know, I'll come on really quick and record an episode because why not? Um, I was going to share a little bit about what it's like to be a mom of five kids. I, I think that was probably another top question that I was asked when I did a poll on, on Instagram about my podcast. Um, and it always cracks me up and it always makes Ryan laugh. Like when people are like, how do you like manage five kids? And for us, it's just like normal, like that's just our life. And so it doesn't seem I mean, it's crazy. Like, we recognize that. We're not, like, we do not have a perfect system. Um, And I'm a very, I try to be a very organized person. But if you came over right now, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, get it together. Um, Like, you're not doing anything. It's quarantine. Like, clean your house. No, my house isn't, like, filthy. I just, it's not organized right now. Um, We also really need a bigger house because we have so many people in our home. (laughs) So our main living space is also like where the kids play and watch TV and hang out and stuff. So it's like just a little bit insane. Um, but I will start off by saying that one of the biggest things that I learned when Iris and Isla were born, that's our first set of twins. They're five and a half. I had to learn how to give myself an insane amount of grace and to not have such high expectations that if we, if and when we failed, that I was just like beating myself up and feeling so like defeated. Um, and I truly believe that that's what has caused us to be successful with our kids. And I am not the perfect mom. I am not always the nicest mom. There are many Sundays, especially, it seems to be the day that everyone's going to church where I am yelling at everyone to get in the car and put their shoes on and sit down and put your seatbelts on and stop hitting your brother or your sister. Like, it's insane. Like, you, I mean, I'm like, can we just get in the car? Like, that's all I need you to do. Um, but somehow it, like, unleashes my not nice side and it makes me sad. Um, I'm not always yelling at them to get in the car only like five days a week. So I think we're pretty, we're doing pretty good. Um, I'm just kidding, but I definitely have had, I'm like such a punctual person. Like you can ask Ryan when we were dating, if we were late for something, I'd be like, hurry up. We have to get there. I hate being late. We should be 15 minutes early. Like that's just how I've always been. And then having kids, that's like, I just had to learn to not even worry about that because it's not worth stressing over because people understand. Like I tried to be on time. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Most of the time it does, but it's okay if it doesn't. Like I really had to just get over that. Um, 
I mean, still make an effort, still try my hardest. But if there's a, if there's a day where like the kids are just not having it, I have to have, I just have to remind myself to have grace for my children, for myself, for my husband, that it's going to be fine. We will get there when we get there because we will do it safely and it's going to be a good day. You know, like you just kind of got to, and I'm not always great about remembering that, but I do feel like I have achieved that mindset most of the time. So, um, I, I feel like you also have to just kind of like laugh about things and not let, um, small frustrations become the big picture. Like example today, Iris wanted to jump on her neighbor's trampoline, but their mom was not home and she was like literally hanging on the front door. Like for whatever reason, she was so determined to get into their house, to go to the backyard and jump on the trampoline. And it seemed so insane to me. Like she was out of control. And part of it was, I think she was just tired But I also think she was just being really strong-willed in that moment. She wanted something so badly that she was willing to fight for it. So I had to remove her from... I literally had to, like, physically pick her up. I brought her into the house. I was holding her, trying to... And I wasn't even talking to her. I just was holding her to try to get her to calm down. And I finally was like, Iris, I'm going to put you down. When you can have a good attitude, you're going to come outside and play again. And she through a fit for a long time and I literally just had to ignore her because she was just wanting my attention when she came outside and was calm I was like hi I'm I'm glad that you're happy now and she apologized to me and I was like can you come sit with me for a little bit because I want to snuggle with you and I gave her some attention when she was happy but not when she was being having an ugly attitude that's what we call bad attitudes because I don't It's not that I don't use the word bad, but I just try to be careful to not say like, you're being bad. I don't want to say that to my kids. So I tell them like, you have a really ugly attitude and we need to fix it. Like, let's, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? If they don't want to talk to me about it, then I give them some time to chill and have their space. And I think that's another thing, like my mom and I were just recently talking about sometimes the kids will get like really emotional or loud or just kind of aggressive and I've been noticing if I remove them from the room that they're in with everybody and they can kind of like gather themselves and like decompress a little bit, it helps so much because you're constantly surrounded by people and it's hard when kids don't know how to express their emotions, especially when they're really young, they're learning. And I have, and I'm always reminding myself of that as well. My kids are still learning. It's, they like, I have to teach them. So have I taught them how to handle this situation well? Or have I taught them to throw a fit? What is my example to them? And so just remembering like, okay, they're still learning, especially like Harper and Nolan. They're only two. So when they throw fits, I'm like, I get frustrated sometimes. And then I have to remember like, oh, they don't, they don't know. They didn't like read a handbook real quick, you know, in my belly. Like I need to teach them. And Um, and sometimes just moving away from the space that you're in and going to a different room is like the key ingredient for your kids. Like it seems so simple, but it literally has worked almost every time that I've done it where they will start to calm down and then they're fine. And then they're ready to join everyone again. 
It was just because they just needed, they were just getting overwhelmed with everybody. Um, so, I mean, I think those are like the main things that I can think of off the top of my head that we've really tried to like implement. And I think just kind of having some structure in your home and being, um, consistent with your children, especially in discipline, like I am the worst at consistency because sometimes it's easier to just give them what they want and they'll just stop, but then they start expecting you to just always do that and then it's awful because you've created a monster I mean we're like we can all agree like if you just hand them the piece of candy that they're begging for before dinner then the next day they're going to be like well yesterday you did it like I mean my kids have literally said that to me and then I'm like dang it (laughs) because I like they totally call you out and then you feel like you have to give in again because you gave in the other day and I'm, you know, and then it becomes a bigger battle because you're basically going back on not necessarily your word, but your action, like you're, you're taking it back. And so I've had to do a lot of work, especially with Evelyn, because I feel like we kind of gave into her a lot more than the other kids, just because when she was little, I sometimes felt bad because she'd ask like why she didn't have a twin, why she doesn't have a twin. And she still kind of will like, say that like yeah I don't have a twin I'm the only one without a twin and it sometimes makes me sad for her but I also just remind her that she got to have mom and Evie time for almost three years just her and I and that's time that is so special to my heart because I didn't get one-on-one time with the other kids like that and sometimes that has I've kind of like grieved that in some ways um because I feel like there were times that I would have liked to just spend time with one baby a little bit longer, but I needed to focus on the other because they were crying or whatever. And so, and you're, and sometimes you're with twins, like you're one's more demanding for a while and then they'll switch and then you feel like you're being pulled one direction. It just gets really hard sometimes. Um, So just learning how to balance and make sure that when you can, you can focus on the other that you feel like you're neglecting because every mom feels guilty in that area, even if you only have one kid or like, you know, one baby at a time. (laughs) What is that like? No, I'm just kidding. I will forever feel completely honored that God gave us two sets of twins. Um, But Ryan and I still tell people that if we knew we would have one baby we would totally have another one. And all of you are probably gasping for air and hyperventilating and thinking, please don't have any more kids. Um, but we truly like, I mean, we just have loved being parents. And it's so funny because if you listened to the episode that Ryan and I did together, we talked about how we only wanted two kids and, um, it always makes people laugh because they just would never suspect that with us. But it's true. Like we really only wanted two. And when I got pregnant with Iris and Isla and found out it was twins, I literally did not know how to function. Like, <laughs> and then when I found out about Harper and Nolan, I thought I was going to die. Like I just did not, I didn't know how we were going to do it. And now they're two. And I feel like, can we please go back in time when they were little so I could enjoy this a little bit more? Because sometimes I got so focused on the, like, how are we going to do this with all these kids that I missed really special moments because I was just distracted. 
Um, but I also know that I had really special moments with them because I was intentional. And so it, it works out. It, this is just motherhood. Let me just be honest. If you are having your first baby or if you only have one kid and you're getting ready to have another or whatever, like this is just classic, like sometimes you have mom guilt about things and you just got to let it go because, and just, if you feel like yesterday you failed and you didn't enjoy the day and you didn't enjoy your kids, make it better today or tomorrow, you know, like just put little, little ideas in your mind of like how things, you know, do a picnic in the living room and be okay if it gets messy or if someone spills or there's so many times that I've been like rushing to clean something up and I miss like all the giggles because of how funny it was that something spilled you know like I'm so worried about things being together that you kind of miss those fun little moments and so um I remember someone saying like the mess will always be there but the memories go by in like the blink of an eye and it's so true like if we focus on all the to-dos and the lists that we have and the things we need to get done and then we miss out on our kids living and so there's even some days where Ryan will get home from work and I'm outside with all the kids and he's like how long have you been out here and I'm like I don't know and like the babies might be napping and he might seem kind of, I don't, I don't know that I'd say he's annoyed, but be like, why aren't you inside like getting stuff done? <laughs> Cause I'll complain that I don't have time to get stuff done. But then there's some days where I'm like, I just need to be with my kids out here. Like, especially if the babies are sleeping, it's so fun to just like watch the girls play and just see how creative they are and how silly they are with their friends. And I just love kind of just staring at them. Like, what are they doing? Like, they're just goofy or like dancing or being, I don't know. They just do silly stuff. They're kids. They're like wild and crazy and have their little songs that they make up and handshakes and it's the best. So I think, um, I don't even know that I like have advice, but just give yourself a lot of grace. Enjoy the process, even when it gets messy and make messes with your kids. Like I, during this whole like shutdown quarantine, I started, especially at the beginning, because we all did this, I started like baking cookies or bread or whatever. And I really let them help me. Like I let them fill the measuring cups with flour. I didn't do it for them. So flour is like poofing up in the air and is making a huge mess. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh. But watching them like be so proud of themselves for like measuring out a cup of flour or whatever was just so sweet and I'll remember that forever because I took time to let them be creative and be messy and do something with me that I normally do by myself um and they thought it was really cool so and also I'll quickly touch on make time for your spouse um that's something that I feel like some close friends really, really, uh, reminded us and would check in on us about when we were, when we had Iris and Isla. Um, and then again, when Harper and Nolan were born, like they really were like 
make sure that you're intentional with your spouse, that you're going on dates, like as hard as it may feel to get out the door or may be, like it's so worth it to just have that one-on-one time. And I would 100% agree. And, um, and it really reminds your husband, or if you're a guy listening, your wife, like how important they are to you because, you know, your kids like, and I think it's good for your kids to see that you're valuing your relationship and taking time to cultivate your relationship with each other, even though you already have, like your kids are around, like it's just healthy. Um, because I think sometimes we get so focused on what our kids need, uh, what they're doing, what sports they're playing, what, what time they need to be at their piano lesson or whatever. And we just kind of forget the other person in our life who helped make those kids. So, um, I just think it's, it's so important and it really, you know, I think it, we need to be strengthening our marriages and making sure that we're present and available for our spouse and showing them love and being affectionate in front of your kids. Like, don't be crazy. I'm just kidding. But I think them seeing the love that you have for each other is so important because they honor that. And I think that they, it, it shows them how to treat their spouse someday. So, yep. But I think really for any parent that feels like they're struggling, I 100% know how you feel. Um, give yourself, I don't know how many times I can say, give yourself grace. Like that is the biggest thing because when it, at the end of the day, you are doing your absolute best for your children and for your home and your spouse. And if your best is dishes in the sink when you go to bed and piles of folded laundry, but not quite put away yet, that is okay. Um, if your best is a spotless home, that is okay also. And that's great. Like, but don't one, don't compare yourself to other people because I, I have been there where I'm like, well, their house is so clean and da, 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 da. But then I've had conversations with people where that's what it's like. And then they feel like they've missed so much because they spent so much time focusing on getting the stuff done that they missed all of the stuff. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? And so it's really given me a lot of perspective. Like I can clean, you know, do we do five minute or 10 minute dance party cleanups and try to get as much picked up as we can. And I'll assign like, you pick up the clothes, you pick up the toys, you go clean the bathroom, like just little things really, really fast. And then it's done. And then we get to have some fun and it doesn't take that much time. Like, it's amazing. Uh, Sometimes when I'm doing the 10 minute cleanup, I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, a friend is coming over. I need to clean up. Cause I feel like we always clean our houses so quickly when someone's like, I'm on my way over to say hi. And you're like, ah, Like, that's what I'll think in my head. And then I'm like, okay, what would I need to clean if someone was coming over? And so that's what I do. And it's kind of hilarious, but that's just real, real life right there. So have lots of grace, have lots of fun and just enjoy your kids because they grow up way too fast. I promise it goes way too fast.
So I will talk to you all sometime soon.